Matthew chapter 26 from verse 36 down to 41 I will read it says then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane this is in Jerusalem and said to the disciples sit here while I go and pray over there and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee that is Peter James and John the sons of Zebedee and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed then he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death stay here and watch with me he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying oh my father if it is possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as I will but as you will then he came to his disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter what could you not watch with me one hour watch and pray lest you become lest you enter into temptation the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Please say the Lord's Prayer with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen and amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, good morning, everybody. It's so awesome to see so many of you in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord for every one of you that has come in. Uh, bless you this morning. I pray the Lord's favor and glory and protection upon your life and every family represented here this morning and everyone watching online as well bless you thank you so much for allowing me to bring the word of the Lord into your home I trust you were also pleased and blessed with that praise and worship as we were in the house of the Lord this morning amen, amen. hallelujah so Matthew chapter 26 starts off first with uh, uh, the plot to kill Jesus and then he's anointed at Bethany you know Bethany is a place where he walked out and walked in when he cursed the fig tree remember that message a few weeks ago and he, he was anointed in Bethany while they were together in somebody's house a lady just comes over him and just pours water uh, pours oil over him anointed oil expensive oil over him can you imagine while you this afternoon while you together with your family you're all ready to eat and the food is already on the table you're about to say grace and your child just walks in with this jar of oil and pours it over your head you're gonna feel so anointed right yeah you're going to moor him right you're going to be so upset. But here we have somebody, a lady, whom they didn't know in a house. They didn't really know. And this woman just comes in, pours oil over him, 
and his disciples gets upset and his disciples says what is this that is happening and he tells them the poor you will always have but me you wouldn't always have it is more blessed what she just did she anointed me she anointed jesus for what was going to come if i can stop right here i will trust in my own self that this can be a message for every one of us that we need an anointing to go out into the world we need an anointing over our lives so we can go out into the world this morning is a message of hope it's a message of praise it's a message of worship it's a message of excitement it's a message to get you up and get you dancing this morning is a message to revitalize you refresh you restore you and get you prepared for what is to come so she anoints jesus and then judas agrees to betray jesus Then they go on and then Jesus celebrates the Passover with his disciples. They have the last supper. They 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 enjoy the Passover as a Jewish custom. And then Jesus initiate initiates the Lord's supper as we just had now. And he initiates his his body and his blood. And then Jesus predicts Peter's denial. And obviously Peter is in denial of his denial. And then we see the prayer in the garden. Jesus now goes into this garden with his three closest mates, Peter, James and John. And he goes into this garden and you will see in verse 41, in verse 43 and in verse 45. He catches them three times sleeping. They sleeping when he tells them watch and pray. My message topic My title for today is Watch and Pray. Watch and Pray. I'm doing a series with you and the series is called Pray and Don't Become the Devil's Prey. Pray and Don't Become the Devil's Prey. It's a series I will be doing with you for the next few weeks until the Lord leads me otherwise. And today's topic is Watch and Pray. So Jesus tells his disciples, his three uh, closest disciples, watch and pray. watch and pray watch and pray and he catches them sleeping and he says can you not be uh, watchful with me can you not watch with me just one hour and then he goes away and then he finds them sleeping again and then he shouts at them again and then he goes again and then he comes back and he finds them again sleeping and he, three times he finds them sleeping a lot of people fell asleep during covid A lot of Christians fell asleep during COVID. COVID became a place that there is a part of you that will want to stay in bed the whole day. And there is a part of you that will want to come to church. When you get up on a Sunday morning, even before you get up, you'll be faced with a challenge. Let me stay in bed. I'll catch up later. Or let me get up and go to church. Every one of us are faced with this. even me i'm faced with this trust me we have enough technology that i can sit in my bedroom and i can minister to you online and you'll watch me on the screen 
every Sunday. But I force myself to get out of bed early on a Sunday morning to seek the face of God for what he wants to do not just in my life but what he wants to do for the church and what he wants to do for your life. And many Christians were found and still found sleeping during COVID. The word watch means vigilantly aware, to be vigilant, to be watchful. vigilantly aware vigilantly aware i see many of you taking down notes praise god the word watch means vigilant vigilantly aware and then in verse 39 we will come back to it but one part of 39 i want to i want to touch on very quickly he says let this cup pass from me he wasn't talking about the nails contrary to public belief He wasn't talking about the thorn of crown the, the crown of thorns on his head he wasn't ta- talking about the beating up and the slapping on his face and the piercing on his side and the lashes on his back he wasn't talking about them stripping him naked and hanging him up on a cross he wasn't talking about the pain and the agony and the stress and, and, and the, the blood oozing out of his body can you imagine that just picture it for a second his blood oozing out of his body he wasn't talking about all of that when he said let this cup pass from me for the first time he's going to be separated from his father right through scripture Jesus is he's speaking and he continuously goes back and says my father and I are one. He says it right through my father and I are one. My father and I are one. Me and my father we are one. He says I am the way the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me and then talking about the true vine and talking about who he is and then he goes into three or four different ways of explaining the father and I are one. And for the first time he is separated from his daddy. Those of you that have lost your daddy you will understand what it is like to be for the first time separated from your daddy the pain that you go through none of us will ever understand it until it happens to us many of you that lost your daddy you'll know what I'm talking about even if you're not with your daddy you still have an attachment but the second they leave this earth the emptiness you feel inside it cannot be filled by anything else let's be honest many of you know what i'm talking about it is it is a pain that will continuously and always be there you have to live with it for the rest of your life the father and i are one in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and god said let us make man in our image jesus was right there he was the fourth one in the fiery furnace he was the one with daniel in the lion's den he was the one where moses saw this burning bush he said i am that i am because later on in scripture jesus says before abraham was i am the father and jesus for the first time he's being separated from his daddy for the first time he's being separated from his father 
This is why he screamed in the next chapter, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some scholars believe that God just turned his back. No, God didn't just turn his back. God forsook his one and only son. He had to be separated from his son. Anybody knows why? Because the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that Jesus who knew no sin had to become sin for us in order for us to have grace and freedom by his blood. The father and sin the Bible says the God, he that knew no sin had to become sin. He does not know sin. He cannot stand in the midst of sin. God the Father is so omnipotent. He is so powerful. He is so glorious and so holy. Sin cannot dwell even in his presence. That is why Satan had to be cast down with one third. So when Jesus took on the sin of this world. The father had to separate from his only son because his son became full of sin. And for the first time he had to be separated from his daddy because he was full of sin. Because his father could not stand in sin. So he says, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. If it is possible, can we find another way? Can we try something else? Because I don't know what it is like to live without you. You and I were always together. You and I always did everything together. We made man right in the beginning. We created heaven and earth. We separated the water from the earth. We made all things. We did all things together. We walked in the garden together. We played together. We drove together. We created all things together. And now I have to be separated from you. Tell me what to do, Daddy. Tell me, is there any other way? Because I don't know how to live being separated from you. And Jesus had to go through this moment on that cross. He didn't worry about the nails. He didn't worry about the pain because he went through pain. He didn't worry about the suffering because he already went through suffering. Right from Genesis all through to Isaiah, all through Psalms, all through Je right up to Zechariah. He went through pain. That's why I said, it is not by might, nor by power, but only by my spirit. Zechariah 4.6, my favorite scripture. He went through it all. He wasn't worried about the pain. But he was concerned about being separated from his daddy. He's concerned about being separated. Don't let me be separated from you. Don't let me be separated from you. And he prayed and he prayed and he prayed. Please, if there's any other way, don't let me be separated from you. Find another way. Nevertheless, not my will. 
Nevertheless, if this is the only way you see it has to be done for the sake of humanity and for the sake of this world, I have come for the world that they might be saved. I I came for the lost. I didn't come for the ones that are saved. I came for the world and if it is for the sake of the world being saved, then fine, I will do it the way you say. That's why he screamed on the cross, not because of the pain, physical pain. He screamed on that cross, "Father, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me?" Because he first for the first time felt the pain of being separated from his daddy. And his prayer became so intense that his sweat became blood and it dropped from his head to the ground right in the garden of Gethsemane. sweat and blood write this down you're going to forget it this tells me two covenant that god made right there in the garden of gethsemane first was a blood covenant when his blood hit the ground the blood covenant didn't start on the cross the blood covenant started in the garden The blood covenant started in the low place. The blood covenant started in the place of solitude. It started in the place of loneliness. It started in the place of worship. It started in the place of praise. Come on somebody. It started in the place of prayer. It started in the place of sacrifice. It started in the place of surrender. We just sang the song. It started in the place of surrender unto the almighty God. Of surrender. I surrender all all to you all to Jesus i started in the place of loneliness of solitude of being all alone the black covenant started in the garden it continued thereafter through the cross not to the cross through the cross to us today it started in the garden and it went through the cross to us today and it's still continually this blood that never ever runs dry it reaches to the highest mountain it reaches to the lowest valley what can wash away all my sin nothing but the blood of jesus for it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley all oh, the blood that keeps me from day to day it will never lose its power you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you power 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 somebody throw your hands as i receive power right now power 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 i receive power i receive power lebra mama salabra i receive power 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 i receive power in the name of jesus power to overcome power to overcome power to carry on power to not give up power to be strong power to be courageous power to be vigilant power to have enough strength in the name of jesus power to have peace power to have joy power to have strength power to have his love in the name of Jesus come on somebody the word of the lord says how oh, you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you power in the name of Jesus power in the name of Jesus power in the name of Jesus and the second covenant 
is a covenant of sweat. He broke the curse of sweat. The curse the Adamic curse, Adamic curse right in Genesis chapter 3 when God cursed Adam remember he cursed the the serpent he cursed woman and he cursed man and said you will forever toil and you will sweat and eat bread Genesis chapter 3 Jesus broke this curse when he went on before he went on that cross he broke the curse of sweat and blood in the name of Jesus and he gave us a new covenant right there in the garden of Gethsemane this is why today in the name of Jesus he breaks every curse that is upon your life he is still a god that breaks curses he is still a god that redeems he is still a god that refreshes he is a god that restores come on somebody he is still a god that re- that heals you that delivers you that washes you and cleanses you he is still a God that delivers your home. He is still a God that gives promotions. He is still a God that can heal you today. What he did 2010-5 years ago. He is still a God that can do it today. He is still a God that cut that delivers curses, that heals curses, that restores curses. He's a God. He is a God. He is a God. He is a God that condemns. He is a still a God that condemns the evil one. He is still a God that condemns the sickness of this world that brings to not every disease and strife and pain and rulers and darkness and wickedness of the of the dark ages in the name of Jesus. He is still a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we ask or think or imagine. in the name of Jesus he is a god that is able he is a god he is a god he is a god He is a God that is able to pull down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of his father. He is a God that is able to pull down principalities and powers and wickedness and darkness. He is Jesus that went on the cross died rose again on the third day he is seated on the right hand side of the father and he is praying right now for you and i this is what scripture tells me he makes intercession for us on the right hand side of the father scripture also tells me that the holy spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered by any other human being but only by the spirit of the living god This is the word of the Lord. This is the power that we have. Resurrection power, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside you and I. The power and the resurrection power. So no sickness enters your body. No sickness will condemn you. I command right now every sickness in your body flees in the name of Jesus. Come out of your body in the name of Jesus. Out of your mind, out of your system, out of your your, your body in the name of Jesus. Out of your feet. Out of your hands out of your back out of your chest out of your stomach out of your groin out of your neck out of your head in the name of Jesus I plead the blood of the lamb we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony My testimony is that God saved us from a mire mire muck and clay. My testimony is that God has raised me up. He cleansed me. Oh, when I think about Jesus.
and what he has done for me. My soul cries out. And his prayer began, became so intense. And look at what he chose for strength. Verse 39. He chose worship. He chose worship for his strength. He chose worship as his strength. At the worst part of his life. Being separated from his daddy. Not knowing what is going to happen. Not knowing how he is. He knew about the cross. He predicted it already from Isaiah. From the Old Testament. He knew what was going to happen. He knew what he was going to go through. He knew how many times they are going to lash him. He knew when they are going to pierce his side. He knew when they were going to spit at him. He knew already. He knew how to make that crown of thorns. Better than the soldiers themselves. Hello. He knew already what was going to happen, but he did not know at all how am I going to survive without my daddy. And in that worst part of his life, he chose worship. Verse 39, he went a little further and fell on his face. Ronald, come here, come here, come here quickly. Let, let, me, let me use you. Go down on your knees, down on your knees, and flat on the ground with your, with your forehead hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went flat. Put your hands in the front. He went flat on the ground. He went a little further and he fell on his face. That is a Hebrew word called shaka. Shaka worship. I do conference. Husband and wives come for this conference. I have something amazing to tell you about this word shaka. And he fell on his face. Shaka worship. He lay there prostrate before his father. Shaka worship. And then he rose up. And then he rose up on his knees. With his hands raised up to his father. He then said, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. This is a Hebrew word called proskaneo worship. Thank you, Rana. Proskaneo worship. Proskaneo worship is saying, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Never, never, never mind, never, 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 never mind. I have all these achievements and I have this plan for my life and this is what I want to do and this is what I want to achieve and this is when I want to get married and this is the job that I want never mind I have this plan and I have this plan and I have that plan never mind I have Lord nevertheless what is your will for my life what do you want for my life what do you want for my life I will succumb to you Lord I will heal myself to you I surrender myself to you what is your will for my life nevertheless one of the greatest scriptures of worship verse 39 when he laid prostrate shaka worship he hid his head on the ground 
and he hid his head crying before his father wailing before his father crying and crying he chose worship as a response to the pain he chose worship as a response to the agony he chose worship as a response to every pain and everything that he's about to face he chose worship lord he said father if you're not going to be with me if you're going to separate yourself and if you are going to forsake yourself from me i don't know what that feels like but allow me to choose worship let me choose worship so i have some attachment to you so i have something to you you see when you come into my house you will always hear worship there is something about the intangible presence of the almighty god you cannot touch it you cannot feel it but when you sense his presence there is something greater than a kiss from your loved one it is greater than a kiss from your boyfriend it is greater than a kiss from your girlfriend it is greater than anything else when you experience the presence of the almighty god if you come into my home you will always your worship worship songs being prayed if it's not downstairs it's upstairs if it's not in my room it's in ronald's room there's always worship 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 always continually if it's not through there it's through our phones always worship fills the atmosphere because there's something about being in the presence of the almighty god there's something about being in the presence of the lord worshiping 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 and he chose worship if i'm not going to be with you daddy then let me choose worship so i can feel some part of you so i can feel something i can feel something being with you let me choose worship and he chose worship he chose worship Are there any worshipers in the house of the Lord? You're not convincing at all. Jesus. 
sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes it's much more greater to spend two hours in worship than to spend two hours in a meeting at home trying to plan your life. Sometimes it's much more better, far more better, just to spend two hours in worship. Because you see, the human mind wants to always put everything into perspective. Your human mind wants to put everything in order because we don't like to be caught unaware. We are human beings that do not like to be uh, blindsided. We like to always, oh, we love to know what is going on and what is happening in our lives. We want to know what is happening. We want to know the plan. We want to know what is going on. So we will plan it ourselves. Because we don't want to wait upon God. We will put into perspective ourselves. But there is something about waiting upon God. Two hours in worship. Where you have no idea where the blessing is going to come from. You have no idea what the plan is. You have no idea what's going to happen in the meeting. You know what? I don't plan my day. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know where that money for that petrol is going to come from. I don't know what's going to happen today. But I know I spent two hours in worship. So because I spent two hours in worship, I know I'm in His divine will. And because I am in His will, nothing can stand against me. What is impossible? with me is possible with God. There is nothing that I cannot do. All things are possible to them that are in Jesus. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Isaiah says, fear not for the Lord will strengthen you with my righteous right hand when I uphold you. I will strengthen you. Not your loved one, not your family, they just add. Not yourself, you just add. Not your job, it just adds. Not your assets, it adds. Not your finance, it adds. Not your policies, it adds. Not your secretary at work, Sila. It adds. He adds, she adds. But I will give you strength. Strength that is uncomprehendable. Strength that your human mind cannot even fathom. I will give you strength to overcome what you are going through. You will look back and say, how is it possible that I was able to go through this challenge? And the Lord was said, it was I. It was I. It was I. It wasn't you. It was me. I did it. I did it. So all glory and honor must go to him. All glory and honor must go to him. And then in verse 41, this is our main text for today. He says, watch and pray, lest you fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I looked at the scripture over and over. What does this mean, Lord, when you tell me to watch and pray? Watch and pray. He was telling his disciples, stop worrying about your present and start remembering about my past. 
Stop worrying about your present situation. Stop worrying about what you are going through right now. And it's time to start remembering about my past. It's time to start remembering what I did for you 10 years ago. It's time to start remembering what I did for you 5 years ago. You start, it's time to start remembering how I gave you peace when you thought you couldn't overcome it. It's time to start remembering what the Lord has done for you. When I think about Jesus and what he has done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I can dance, 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 dance all night. When I think about Jesus and what he has done for me, how he set me free, how he raised me, how he cleansed me, how he filled me with the Holy Ghost, how he healed me to the uttermost. When I think about Jesus and what he has done for me, my present situation seems very, very small. And I'm able to walk over this hurdle. I'm able to walk over this giant. I'm able to walk over this mountain. When I think about how big my God is. He's a big, big God. He's a big, big God. When I think about Jesus and what he has done for me. And he's telling them, watch and pray. It is time for you, disciples, to start remembering what I have done and start focusing on your present. He was telling them, watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. The tempter is coming and he's going to try and persuade you. He is going to try and change your mind. He is on his way. He is going to come, not for you, for me. He is going to come, but he is going to try and convince you to turn yourselves against me as well. Watch. Be vigilant. Be aware. Remember what I have done for you. Don't think about your present situation. Don't take heed to what this tempter is going to tell you. Remember what I have done for you. Remember how I saved you. Remember what I did for you seven years ago. Remember how I took you out of that pain. Remember how I took you out of that divorce that you went through. And you thought that this that is a curse on your life. You thought that your, your life will never be the same again. Remember how I healed you. How I cleansed you. How I delivered your heart. Remember how I cleansed your heart. Remember how I delivered your heart. Remember how I delivered your mind. And right now you are renewed. I did that. Remember what I did. Lest you fall into temptation. Remember what I have done for you. Today the word of the Lord is strong church. Remember what the Lord has done for you. And stop looking at what the people around you are saying. Stop listening to the voice of the enemy. Stop listening to the voice of what your families or friends are saying. What your teacher is saying. Stop listening to the voice of the teacher. Stop listening to the voice of the sangoma. Stop listening to the voice of the witch doctor. Stop listening to the voice of what everybody else is saying but start remembering what the word of the Lord is saying start remembering what the Lord has done for you and how he raised you and saved you and delivered you and cleansed you hey start remembering what Jesus has done for you so do not fall into temptation because the evil one is coming and he's coming with a voice in your ear to tell you things 
He's coming with a voice in your ear to remind you about your past. He's coming to remind you of what you did wrong and how you did it wrong. You see the evil one comes and doesn't just tell you, remember when you messed up? No. No full stop. He tells you, remember when you messed up? And when you messed up, remember how you couldn't get out of it. Remember how suicidal you were. Remember how you wanted to give up. Remember when you messed up, how everyone turned against you. Now you're messing up again and everybody's turning against you. How great is he that is in me. Great is he that is in me. The spirit of the living God lives inside of me. And the enemy will come and tempt you. Remember about your past. You look at him eyeball to eyeball. You don't be scared of the underworld. No, no, no. In this church, we are not scared of the underworld. You look at him eyeball to eyeball and tell him, stop reminding me about my past. I messed up. But by the grace of God, I'm cleansed. Let me remind you about your past. And let me remind you of your future. Let me remind you of what Jesus did to you. Let me remind you about Jesus' past, Jesus' present, and Jesus' future in my life. Come on somebody. This is what the Lord has done. The Lord of hosts in my life. He can do it for me. He can do it for you. He He can do it for your neighbor and he's done it for you now he can do it for you in the future in the name of Jesus and he says watch and pray watch and pray remember what I have done for you stop worrying about your present situation let that be a word for somebody here this morning forget about your present situation remember what I have done for you what the Lord has done for you see this is where praise comes from when you think about your present situation this is where pain comes from this is where the enemy comes to steal kill and and destroy John 10 10 this is where the enemy comes and he steals he comes and takes away and you fall into temptation the tempter comes and he tempts you because you are focusing and pondering on your present situation but when you change your mind you see uh, thank you the thing about past present and future is not to remember about your past you forget about your past because you are cleansed the bible tells us that when he washes us he remembers not our sin He forgets it. You're spending every day saying sorry for something you did 10 years ago. Uh-uh. The Lord is saying, move on. I have moved on. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. I have cleansed you already. I have forgiven you already. Move on. There's nothing you can do to change the past. Hello? But you can change the present to anoint your future. You can change your now for your present. The thing about past, present, future. Forget about your past. But remember his past. Remember Genesis. Remember Exodus. How we split the Red Sea. Remember Kings Samuel. How we anointed David. Remember Isaiah. How he spoke through the word. 
of the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Remember the word of the Lord. How he spoke to Job that did not, did not give up. Remember Jonah in the whale's belly. Remember what he did to Samuel. Remember what he did to Elijah and double portion through Elisha. Remember what he did to Joshua. He stopped the sun for Joshua. If he can do it then, he can do it now in your own personal life. In the name of Jesus. All through scripture, remember what he has done. Remember what he has done. Remember how he won every battle. He won the battle for Gideon with thousands and thousands of armies against him with 300 men he won the battle remember what he did for Jehoshaphat when armies came against him he stood and he sent out praises he stood and he sent out worshippers 2nd Chronicles and he began to praise he began to worship he began to give God all the glory and the honor he didn't focus on his present situation he remembered the God of his past to anoint his present to anoint his future in the name of Jesus Remember what the Lord has done for you. Remember how he saved you. The God that has done it then is the God that can do it to get today. Praise him for your past and know that he's working on your present to bless your future. Church, it's time to watch and pray. It is time to remember what the Lord has done. It is time to remember how he opened up doors for you. You remember them? It is time to remember how he closed some doors behind you. Those doors that you thought, what am I going to do now? You're closing this door. This was the only door I knew. Remember that guy that left you? You thought he was the only door that you knew. But God closed that door. He never opened it for a peek. He shut it closed. He threw away the key and he opened up a new door. Remember those doors that he closed. Remember those doors that he opened up wide for you to enter in into his glory. Remember what the Lord has done. It is time church to start remembering what the Lord has done. It is time to start watching and praying. Won't you watch with me? Don't fall asleep. Won't you watch with me one hour? Won't you watch with me one hour? Two hours? Three hours? Don't fall asleep. I'm telling you to watch and pray. Why? Because the tempter is coming. It is time for us to watch and pray because in these last days some things are not going to change. It is going to get worse us this is the word of the Lord in Revelation there are some mountains that we need to stop praying and saying mountain be removed mountain be removed no we need to change our perspective because there are some mountains that are here to stay it is biblical it's not going to move there are some mountains in your life that you need to pray Lord give me the peace give me the strength and give me the protection why this mountain is in front of me. Give me the peace to face this mountain. Give me the strength to face this mountain. Give me the protection while I'm standing all alone. Because when you stand in prayer and decide in your home to give up the things of the world and to give up the things of satanic oppression upon your life and upon your home and give up sin, you will be found in a place where you are standing all alone. When your money is gone, 
when your friends are gone when you decide to shut out social media when you decide to shut out your phone for 2 hours a day because you are soaked in the presence of the lord when you want to get into his presence everybody will leave you but my brother my sister i've come with a message this morning to tell you watch and pray because the tempter is coming and he's coming to attack your life and your family watch and pray with me one hour watch and pray with me two hours watch and pray with me three hours lest you fall into temptation it is time to remember what the lord has done for you if there is you this morning stand up to your feet and begin to pray in the holy ghost d major begin to pray in the holy ghost come on begin to pray in the holy ghost begin to give him praise and glory begin to praise him praise him praise him come on watch you watch with me and pray watch with me give him praise for what he did for you 2 years ago it's time to watch and pray it's time to remember the doors that he opened the doors that he closed the peace that he gave you about that situation that you couldn't solve yourself it's time to give him praise for what he has done for you 2 years ago for what he has done for you 7 years ago for what he has done for you 13 years ago it is time to give him praise it is time to give him praise it is time to give him worship in the name of Jesus watch and pray watch and pray be vigilant and pray be aware that the tempter is coming remember what i have done so you don't fall into temptation remember what i have done so you don't fall heed to the tempter remember what i have done because he's coming and he's going to tell you things he's going to try and woo you he's going to try and pull you but remember what i have done i am the lord your god who will never leave you nor forsake you i am the lord your god who inscribed your name on the palm of my hands i am the lord your god who has called you by name i am the lord your god who knew you before you were in your mother's womb i am the lord your god who knew you before we even formed this world i am the lord your god who has broke every sin broke every curse broke every condemnation broke every disease broke every pain broke every sickness i am the god of reconciliation i am the god of restoration i am the god of healing on my wings in the name of jesus begin to remember what the lord has done come on begin to remember what the lord has done begin to worship 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 i'm calling upon the intercessors and everybody that serves walk around throw the entire place and begin to pray begin to worship begin to worship begin to worship walk around all this area walk around everywhere the whole front section is open come into the altar if you want to come to the altar walk around and begin to worship him everybody walk around if you have the energy if you're physically able walk around if you have the courage walk around if you have the courage to stand against the enemy for how is he tempting your children how he is tempting your family walk around in the name of Jesus if you mean business with the holy ghost if you mean business and the fire of god to fill your home to touch your home in the name of jesus because the tempter is coming and he is not going to withhold anything he is going to attack but great is he that is in me in the name of jesus begin to worship begin to pray begin to worship begin to pray in the name in the name in the name of jesus 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 stand D major 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus if you cannot speak in the Holy Ghost pray in your own language but pray so you don't fall into temptation pray so you don't fall into temptation in the name of Jesus everything might be going right right now but tomorrow morning around the corner you're gonna need prayer tomorrow around the corner next week around the corner you're gonna need the power of the Holy Ghost you're gonna need the power of the Holy Ghost because the tempter is coming in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus he was led to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil by the Holy Spirit the Holy Ghost would allow the tempter to come so we fall on our knees so we give him worship so we give him praise the Holy Ghost will allow the tempter to come to put us back in line to put us back straight to put us back in the right path in the name of Jesus we are a church that is alive, a church that is strong, a church that is vigilant, a church that is alive and alive forevermore, a church that has life, a church that has power, a church that has joy, a church that has strength, a church that loves to fellowship with one another, a church that loves to be with one another, a church that prays together, a church that prays with one another in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we are a church that is expectant, expectant, expectant. We know how to receive revelation. We know how to give off revelation. We know how to walk by faith. We know how to stand by faith. We know how to pray for one another, how to stand with one another in the name of Jesus. We are a praying church that knows how to stand with one another. When you fall, we fall together. When you're in pain, we pain together. When you cry, we cry together. We are a church that stands and stands together. A church that prays together is a church that stands together, is a church that will overcome in the name of Jesus.